on this episode, we're talking about staying on a diet while you're at Disney World. This is the Caption Magic Podcast. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Caption Magic Vacations. Disney World and Universal Studios are some of the best vacation destinations in the world, but that doesn't mean that they're easy to plan for. Without proper planning, your long-awaited trip can quickly become overwhelming. That's where Caption Magic Vacations can help. They take care of everything from hotel bookings and park tickets to fast pass planning and dining reservations. There is no charge to you for using their services, so head on over to CaptionMagicVacations.com backslash magic and request a quote with the promo code CTMP and you will receive a free gift with your vacation booking. So again, that's CaptionMagicVacations.com backslash magic and the promo code is CTMP. Well, hello everybody and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee and uh, it's just going to be me today. So uh, obviously normally I'm joined by my lovely wife, Jamie. And um, lately, Jeremy has been filling in on the news shows on Thursday or Friday, whenever we release those. Uh, but uh, Jamie, it didn't work out this week to be able to do the Monday show like we kind of planned on. Um, we were we were going to do it last night, and then Jamie's parents invited us over to cook us dinner and watch our kids. And we were like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we did that instead of recording. Uh, and then today, just it just didn't it just didn't line up. So um, so it's just me today. So, uh, but, um, we are going to talk about a topic that I know somewhat about, uh, given I used to, before I did a Disney podcast and other things that I do now, uh, I used to own a personal training business and I was a ACSM certified and NASM certified personal trainer for, uh, two to three years. Uh, so, and I've been, you know, I've been involved in fitness and stuff for almost 20 years now. Wow. I'm getting old. Uh, almost 20 years now. So, um, so I'll just talk about basically the topic will be, um, when you're at Disney staying on a diet, cause obviously you're not going to go to Disney, then start a diet. I wouldn't think I wouldn't advise that. Um, but then, yeah, we're going to be like tips when you're at Disney staying on a diet, if you're on one or basically where you don't come back and gain 20 pounds while you're on your trip. Uh, so nobody really wants that. So we'll just kind of talk about that. Um, uh, and we're live in here in Club 32, so Club 32 will be popping in here, and uh, uh, they're going to chime in with some tips or questions that they may have, so you may hear me refer to them in here. Uh, but before we get to all that, we just want to remind you to check out some of the other shows on the Capture Magic Network. Uh, we have the Diz Dudes, which is every Wednesday with myself and Mr. Jeremy Stein, and we do a live stream, like I'm doing right now, uh, to, of that show every Monday uh, in Club 32, and uh, the... It, we always look forward to it and it's a good time uh, and you can become part of that. Go check it out, ctmvip.com if you're interested in that. And also we have Main Street Magic with Jeremy and Rhonda every Tuesday and Friday, sometimes Thursday. Sometimes We've been switching the news show and their Friday show because Disney seems to be releasing all their news on Thursdays after we've recorded the news. Usually we record the news show like Wednesdays, release it on Thursdays. So, um, And we've been going doing it on Fridays lately. So one of those days. Uh, and then we also have uh, Trip Tales and C-Team at the Movies on this feed. And uh, Jamie's a little bit on hiatus for Trip Tales, but she'll start those back up in September. 
and uh, see too much movies. Got a new one coming out soon, but I think the latest one is George of the Jungle. So go check that out. So, all right. Um, so we're talking about dieting at Disney. So, and again, I, I mentioned earlier, you know, I used to be a trainer and I just want to put the caveat out there. This is not, um, if you're going to do any sort of plans, check with your, your doctor or whatever. This is not, um, you know, nutritional advice. I'm giving you my opinion here. So, you know, if you don't agree with it, that is fine. And if you, I'm not advocating for any sort of, you know, if you're a vegan, if you're a vegetarian, whatever it is, you do whatever you want. I'm just giving you my um, experience and background that I know and would work for me and my former clients that I've done and tips that I know that have worked. So I put that caveat out there. Um, I'm not going down the, v- <laughs> I don't want any emails, but I put it that way. So um, because there's already some jokes in here in, in Club 32 about if I'm going to uh, talk about any vegan cheesecake foods. I am not. I'm not going to talk about any of that. I'm just going to talk about the topic. Um, so basically, to me, there, there's two ways to look at when you're talking about dieting when you go to Disney. And, and I know, you know, myself, I have done, you know, I've competed in bodybuilding competitions. And there's that side of the fence where if you're doing that, if you're doing... Um, you know, like you're a professional athlete, you got some big competition coming up, or you're really, really hardcore into dieting. Uh, you can go that route when you're at Disney. And in I know Chad in the in the group here is a is a bodybuilder, and he was talking about you know bringing your own food, putting it in a Tupperware. There's even meal prep services that'll do that. You can go that whole route. Um, I've done it. You can do it. Uh, and then there's the other route where um, I guess the other spectrum would be you just go all the way out when you're at Disney. You don't give a care in the world. Um, but for today's episode, we're just going to be basically talking about uh, people in what we would call the general population. So not not people that are going to, you know, going for bodybuilding competitions or high-end athletes and not people who go to Disney and they just don't care at all. They're just, it doesn't matter because they wouldn't care about dieting at Disney anyways. So basically, this is just about people that either are on a diet when they're going to Disney or they think they may be on a diet at Disney or they just want to go to Disney and enjoy it, but they don't want to have that guilt of, oh my gosh, I'm going to gain 30 pounds when I go to Disney. Uh, this is kind of going to be geared toward you. Uh, but the way that I kind of, you know, now that I'm a bit older, I'm not doing any bodybuilding competitions in the near future. Or I don't plan to. Um, I've kind of adapted more of a, you know, better terminology would be like flexible dieting. In that I still have calories I want to meet. I have certain, you know, macronutrients I want to hit my day. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still working out four or five days a week. But I'm flexible in that there's really no foods off limits. Um, so for me, I'm part of going into dieting. And I think part of the reason people talk about dieting at Disney is there's a thing called like a lot of food guilt. So when you eat a food that, you know, is, is considered a no-no. Or, you, you know, I shouldn't eat this food. And you eat it because you really want it. And then you feel really guilty for eating it. And then you go, well, I already had this, so I guess I should just eat that whole pizza over there, and then I should have some pie, and then, well, I got to go get some drinks, too. And then you just go completely off the bandwagon because, well, if I'm already off it, I might as well go all the way off it. Uh, I've, I've done it myself. I've seen many people do it. Many clients have ha- always had this issue with that. Um, so for me, and, and also, too, when you tell people you can't have a food, you will then want it. It's sort of a human nature element to it. So... You know, and before we talk about dieting at Disney, so my whole thing is always do it, you know, just be flexible and, and it's kind of everything is in moderation. So that when you go to Disney, you're like, I want to have Ohana and you're going to have it guilt free and you will enjoy your meals so much more if you don't have that guilt. You know, like last year we went to Ohana 
and I fully enjoyed Ohana. And Ohana is the one meal when I would leave, I am very uncomfortable. Like normally, I don't even eat till I'm full because I can just eat a lot of food. But I will, I will stuff myself at Ohana. And the only, I didn't have any guilt. The only thing I had was, oh, I shouldn't have had that second thing of bread pudding. Uh, but, but I didn't have the guilt because I, you know, I, I, had, I counted for the food. I'm on vacation. Like I'm just going to enjoy myself. And I think that brings an extra uh, layer of enjoyment to your trip if you're able to do that. Because food is part of, you know, for better or for worse in our culture of, of vacations and enjoying yourself. Food's involved in that. And so I, I'm definitely an advocate of like if you can, unless like we we're saying, unless you're just a professional athlete or you're really, really dialed into your dieting. I think when you're going to Disney, being able to enjoy the food is going to bring more enjoyment. You're going to enjoy your trip even more without having that whole added element of guilt and all this other stuff like that. So, um, uh, so I guess we'll get into, if you want to say tips or whatever about staying on a diet. So whatever diet that you are on. Um, so the first thing I'll say is either getting food, uh, either by going to the grocery store or using, grocery delivery services like Instacart and other ones that we've talked about and we've done reviews on these if you're curious about that. Um, the best, or I mean the best, but the first tip I'd have is to go get your own groceries uh, if it's possible. Now, if you're, you know, if you're going to Disney for one to two days, a weekend trip, um, I would still recommend doing it to get just some snack foods uh, because th- there are going to be times you're going to be hungry in your room, things like that. But um, you know, especially if you're going to be at Disney for a week or longer, and if you do happen to be staying at a room that, you know, has a kitchen or, you know, a lot of the deluxes and other ones have kitchenettes and things, having, you know, your own food in your room, first off, it'll be cheaper, so it does save you money, but second, from a dietary standpoint, um, you'll be able to control a lot more, because the thing that you run into at Disney is just so many foods that you just don't know what the calorie counts are, so if you're on a diet... Um, you know, that can just be harder. So, you know, I always go and some of the centers I'll get is, um, you know, I usually don't pack like protein powder with me because, you know, protein powder can weigh two to five pounds. And if you're flying, um, you know, you don't want that taking up space in your luggage, but if we are driving, I'll bring it with me, but you know, I'll get a thing of protein powder. Uh, I'll get foods that, you know, typically you're not going to get foods that you need to cook. So it's just finding things that, you know, you can snack on in the room. So you might get like a protein powder, get some crackers. Um, you know, if you want to do cereal, you can get milk and do things like that. So just whatever you're on on your diet, um, you know, if you go get it at, at Walmart or, or wherever, Publix and things like that, you'll have it on hand in your room. And, and to coincide with that, a lot of times what I'll recommend too is eat breakfast in the room. Um, first off, it will save money. But second, or don't eat breakfast at all. Like for instance, I know I don't eat breakfast because I do intermittent fasting, but if you eat it in the room, have a quick snack in the room before you go to the parks, it'll be a little bit quicker. It'll be cheaper and you're not going to, it's just going to save you on calories. And then maybe your first big meal is a lunch in the parks or maybe that night at dinner in the parks or things like that. So, um, but yeah, the first thing I would do is just go to the grocery store and get foods that are going to fit into your diet, whatever that is. So it's, um, you know, you can get tons of health foods at Walmart and get, you know, water, go get water at Walmart. I mean, it's first off again, you're going to save a ton of money by getting water alone. Uh, you can get a, you know, 24 pack of water at Walmart for the price you would pay for probably one bottled water in the parks. So, uh, that, and then, you know, if, if, if you are somebody who wants to, you know, maybe drink some alcohol, um, 
you know, you could get some stuff that way that would be cheaper and then maybe be in the room. But um, that's the first thing I would say is is go get groceries somehow or have groceries delivered to you. Uh, the next step I have is pretty simple, and it's a very simple one that has worked uh, for me a ton. And I know it's worked for a ton of, of former clients of mine and, and that I that I used to coach. And it is protein is always your friend. So if you're, you know, so there's ways to go about this. Obviously, you can get protein in the parks. You can get, uh, I know in the Magic Kingdom, there is, um, they're like chicken skewers you could get that are pretty good. Uh, it's over there. Uh, in the market by in uh, uh, Liberty Square, um, I usually will bring in like protein bars with me. Like I like the One Bars; um, they're pretty good. They got a lot of fiber. I used to like Quest Bars, but they changed the recipe, and for whatever reason, it just it run, wrecks havoc on my uh, digestion system. I don't know what it is; it's terrible for me, so I don't do them anymore. But a protein bar is good. But basically, you're if you're talking about okay, I want to go to Disney, I want to enjoy myself but I don't want to completely go off the bandwagon. Your enemy is going to be sugars just by themselves. So a rule of thumb that I've always used with, with clients and myself is if you eat carbs, like every, you know, if you go high carb, try not to go high fat in the same meal um, and always eat it with protein. So a, a trick I used to use a lot of times with people was like around Christmas. I used to have a lot of clients like, okay, they'd be good on their diet. And then Christmas parties come and they would have like five or six Christmas parties. Like, okay, before you go, uh, before you, right before you go into that party, have a protein shake. Cause first off, it's going to fill you up a little bit. So you can't eat as much food because you're just a little bit full already. And second, the protein will help in blunting some of the insulin response. If you're going to eat a bunch of sugars. So if you know, you're going to go have Ohana and you're like, I'm going to have bread pudding. I'm going to have all this stuff. Um, your insulin levels are going to, you know, they're going to, they're going to go up and that's where fat gain is, you know, unless you're going to go eat that meal and then go compete in high level athletics right afterwards, which probably you're not, because I think you would probably throw up your entire meal. Um, you know, you're probably going to have some, you're going to have a sponsor, probably have some fat gain or whatever it is. Now one meal is not going to kill you. And that's something I think when I go to Disney, one meal or one week is not going to irreparably set you back. Unless you're a very, very high in athlete, we're saying you've got a bodybuilding competition or whatever it is. So general public is mostly speaking to here. Um, but the protein will help. So first off, you won't be able to eat as much food, but it'll help with that blunting that insulin response a little bit and you'll just feel better afterwards. So that's, that's the first tip I always tell people is protein with everything. So again, if you're going to eat a lot of sugars, put some protein with it and try not to eat a lot of fats at the same time. So fats and sugars or, or carbs combined is usually, it's a recipe for not, it, it's just not good. Uh, typically when you're talking about like from a nutritional standpoint or from a diet standpoint, and not to get really deep into the weeds on this and turn this into a whole thing, um, that's sort of something to keep in mind. So if you go high fat, try not to go high carb at the same meal or something like that. Not always feasible. I understand when you're going to like Ohana, you're probably going to have a mix of both. And sometimes you just got to enjoy yourself. Uh, so for me, I will still do the protein shake before, like I'll do like one scoop. So I'll have like 20 to 25 grams of protein and then go eat Ohana, which I'm going to have way more protein and obviously some carbs and fats in there with it. But at least there's that in there. So that's the first thing I would say is that, um, second, it's something that, that Jamie and I will kind of do this and, and we do it, you know, maybe because we have, well, now we have two, but you know, a smaller child when we've gone, but, um, we tend to 
you know, we'll have like one meal a day where we eat at like a, a sit down restaurant or something like that. Um, and a lot of times when you go to sit down restaurants, like you can find pretty healthy meals if you want to. I mean, most of them you can find chicken breasts and stuff like that. Um, I, I think the ones where you get in the most trouble in the parks are the snacks. And we don't now we'll do snacks. So we'll, we'll review them for the vlog and for the podcast and stuff like that. But a lot of times we won't even eat the whole thing. I mean, a lot of times it makes it easier for like Jeremy's and Rhonda's with us or something like that. And we can all snack on it together. Cause I know Jeremy and Rhonda will split stuff as well. So that's something as well. But, um, so those snacks that you get at Magic Kingdom, for instance, there's a cupcake. Uh, I know Lynn Tessa did a test on this. And I can't remember which one. I think it was the Kylo Ren cupcake at uh, one of the dessert parties, I believe. But they went and sent it off for testing and it came back at over a thousand calories for one cupcake. So it gives you an idea of the snacks at Disney World are definitely designed for taste and not for nutritional, like staying on a diet. So the snacks are where you're probably going to have the most dense calorie stuff so for for us we tend to just you know well ohana and like the big the restaurants like have a big meal i tend to eat bigger meals like two three four meals a day and i don't tend to snack as much so i don't tend to run into that problem but i know a lot of people love the snacks and obviously magic kingdom has tons of snacks and obviously if you go to epcot food and wine festival there's tons of things you can get there but um that might be something you could do too is just be like okay i'm gonna enjoy the food i'm gonna go to the restaurants and when i go to the restaurants i might have a big meal but you don't have those little snack ones throughout the time or throughout the day that, that could really add up. Um, uh, the other thing would just be something, obviously, water uh, for multiple purposes. When you're going to the parks, like this time of year when it's hot, um, you want water anyways. But water will definitely help you feel fuller. Uh, drinking enough water just helps in general for everything, your bodily body functions, losing weight, whatever it is. Drinking plenty of water is just good to do. Um, you probably couldn't. You know, especially if you're at Disney walking around, you probably aren't, aren't drinking enough water anyways. Um, and I remember one trip, Jamie and I went on back in, I believe it was 20, 2013 or 2014. And on the same trip, we saw four people, no, four, yeah, three or four. I can't remember the number, but people literally pass out in front of us from heat exhaustion. Uh, one was a very elderly man. Um, one was a lady that we were at Disney Springs and she fell and like hit her head. I mean, it was, and it was very, very hot. And, a lot of times just comes from, especially if you're a little bit older or really young. So that's the, you know, when our kids or our daughters in the parks, I'm always making sure she has water because, you know, sometimes the kids can't tell you. And when you're older, your body just, you just need, you know, sometimes it just, it can creep on you quicker. Uh, you know, dehydration and stuff like that can hit you even if you're a really healthy person, but it can really come on you quickly if, if you're um, not paying attention, you know, a little bit older. So that's something to keep in mind is water is really good. Um, and I always say to have a plan when you're going to the parks. So for me, I will always bring in, like I'd mentioned, like a protein shake. I'll bring in some water. Uh, you know, I usually will be like, okay, I'll have a coffee one in the parks. Um, and so for me, I, I think my lifestyle tends to lend itself when I go to Disney, I'm still going to enjoy the food. But for instance, like I do intermittent fasting. So I, I don't eat each day until about noon. And then I usually my last meal of the day will be around like eight o'clock. Um, now, when I'm at Disney, that may change. I mean, I, I obviously, if, you know, you're enjoying yourself, you, whatever. I may eat earlier or pass out a little bit. For the most part, I try and keep to it, though. And so when you have that constrained window, uh, and this is one reason why intermittent fasting is something that a lot of times will work for people because it's hard to overeat in such a small eating window. So if you're only eating from like noon to seven or noon to eight, um, you know, it's a smaller window, so it's harder to overeat in that time period. 
and, and so that, that's a tip I would have too. And now I don't, you know, you may not want to do intermittent fasting or you may not want to do that, but sometimes I'll, you know, the old adage of, of, uh, breakfast is the most more important meal of the day. Um, I don't know if I'd always agree with that. I haven't eaten breakfast in over a year and a half. I still eat breakfast foods a lot of times for like my first meal, but um, maybe if you just skip breakfast and just basically said my first meal is going to be at a restaurant or something like that, that could be a way to do it too. Um, but that's just something lifestyle-wise I've kind of just adapted it that helps when you know I'm at the parks. Um, something I would recommend, and I always tell I used to tell clients this all the time. And by the way, Club 32, if you guys have any questions or comments, throw them in here and I'll, I'll, I'll hit them in here whenever um, I get done rambling here. Um, so I've always told people, <clears throat> try not to drink your calories. So juices, um, those some of those drinks you get at Starbucks. Um, drinking your calories, um, you, can, you can drink your calories much easier than you can eat them. Uh, and, and a lot of people say like, well, juices are good, like orange juice and, and things like that. But like we were talking about before, insulin spikes and things like that, juice can do that. I mean, obviously it's a, you know, juice, juice is different from eating an actual fruit. I know it sounds strange, but your body processes it different. Um, so I've always said, you know, if you love it, that's fine. But it, you know, if you want to have it on your trip, whatever, but if you can stay away from drinking your calories, that's always a help as well. Um, you know, especially if you're going to the park, so it's going to be hard unless you can just eat like a real champ. Uh, I would say if, if you're going and, and doing Disney pretty hard, it's probably going to be hard to overeat maybe, um, or at least difficult. Not that it's impossible, but it, it could be difficult. So, um, and I know some people in the group before we started recording here said that they'll, you know, their spouses had lost weight on a trip or, you know, I know water retention, Brian had said when he'd um, retained some water and, and, you know, weigh 20 pounds more, even though it was like water retention, that, that can happen. Um, but for the most part, you know, if you're walking around a lot, you probably aren't going to run into an issue, but it's kind of maybe like how you feel. Uh, and, and there's a lot of people like, you know, I'll mention CTM fit, which is our, our offshoot of the capture magic community, um, where people, you know, it's about fitness and running or whatever it is. Um, you know, there's a lot of activities you can do. I know Meredith had mentioned there's fun runs at the resorts, um, I believe that these are morning runs that they'll do at the resorts that you can, I believe they're like 10 to $15, um, that you can participate in. Uh, that's something that could help you. And a lot of people and myself included, if you're working out, it's a little bit easier to stick on a diet. I think when you're not working out, sometimes it can just be like, well, I'm not working out. So the diet doesn't really matter. So whatever, I'm just going to enjoy it, which, you know, if you want to talk about losing weight or keeping weight off diet makes up you know, I would even, I would say 80 to 90% of it is diet and the rest is like exercise. I mean, it, it is really diet is, is the thing that makes the most difference. So, but if, if you're able to walk in the mornings or doing some sort of activity helps you to stick, you know, if you're trying to stick to a diet when you're on your trip or for instance, I know we're talking about diet, but you know, if you've got dietary restrictions, like if you have to be gluten-free or, um, allergies, things like that, these are all things that can apply to that as well. So, um, just want to throw that out there. I know Jamie's got like a peanut allergy, but it's not, it's not like a life threatening thing, but you know, we will mention to the chefs when we go eat at restaurants, like she does have a peanut allergy and they'll accommodate and, you know, they'll come out and talk to her and, and all that stuff. Um, you know, in terms of working out, uh, going to Disney, I, I don't tend to often, I will, 
it just depends. If I do work out, it might be something where it's like three days a week, you know, if we're there for a week, uh, I usually don't do my normal workout. Cause usually, um, there, you know, you can, I usually do what's called like a deloading phase, um, every once in a while. So it's just kind of, you back off of your normal weights or your workouts or whatever, cause your body just needs a chance to kind of recoup. So a lot of times I'll plan those weeks around when we're going to go to Disney. So during a deload phase, you're not working out as much, but you're still stimulating and you're still working out and stuff like that. So it usually coincides pretty good with that. So I might get in two to three workouts, you know, in a week, but it's nothing crazy. Um, but you know, if you want to really work out hard on your trip, you can, um, the deluxe resorts are going to have all the, the, you know, weight rooms. If you want to do weight training and stuff like that, except for Coronado has, uh, a weight training facility cause it's, it's a, um, uh, it's, it's a, what do you call it? Convention resort. And it's the only moderate that has that. So that's something to, to keep in mind there, but all the resorts are going to have like walking trails and stuff like that, even though you're going to be walking a ton in the park. So it just kind of depends on, you know, I know a lot of people like to wake up early. Like when we say at the Polynesian, that's a very popular place. You'll see people, you know, crack a dawn running. And so there's probably, if you're a runner, there's probably not a more pretty area of Disney world to run other than Polynesian and that Grand Floridian area. So that's something that you could do as well. Um, you know, uh, you know, tips wise and, I'm, and you know, I'm just kind of shooting this off the top of my head. Um, you know, it really, for, for me, the be, the best advice I ever would, would tell clients was just to don't, especially on vacation, don't overcomplicate it. Um, if you've been dieting for a very long time and you're, you know your stuff and everything like that, like it's not an issue for you, like then it's not gonna be that hard for you. But if like, say you just started a diet and you're like, well, I want to continue the momentum, which it's good. Um, and you're going to go to Disney, Disney, you know, everybody knows Disney's complicated enough as it is, uh, with fast passes and dining reservations and everything else you have going on. Um, you know, overcomplicating that with a diet on top of it can be kind of challenging, especially if you're going with family and they're not on the diet with you. And it's going to be really easy to fall off that bandwagon when you're the only one staying on a diet and everyone's going like, well, let's go over here and have this. Well, let's go do that. And, and you know, you know, there's only so much willpower that people have. Um, they've done some studies on this where you've got a, you've got a certain amount of willpower. And then after that, you just kind of, you, you don't have as much, almost like a muscle. Um, so I would just say, keep it as simple as possible and maybe just give yourself room, you know, give yourself wiggle room. You know, you don't have to be perfect on your diet. Again, Unless you're trying to train, if you're, unless you're going to the Olympics, okay, then maybe whatever. Um, but for no, you know, just people that want to stay in shape or lose some weight, you don't have to be perfect, but just, you know, hit, you know, trying to hit, you know, protein in a day, drink enough water and be like, you know what, I'm going to have some snacks here and there and it's going to be fine. Cause you're, again, you've got a lot of buffer room when you're at Disney world because you're walking around so much for the most part. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind as well. And again, I always like to say, just be flexible. Like I, I know I'm not trying to say everybody has to do this, but for me, it is much better going on trips knowing I don't have that food guilt. Like if I want to go, I used to, they switched it out, but they used to have that ice cream, the um, chocolate chip ice cream sandwich over there at Sleepy Hollow, which they switched out for the churro version, which is not as good. Um, I used to, oh, I would get that every single time we went to Magic Kingdom. And it's just something that I was like, I'm going to get this. And I normally probably wouldn't eat this at home, but I'm going to eat this here and then I'm going to enjoy it. And then, um, you know, I'll, I usually, what I would do with that is I would have that, but I would have like a protein shake with it or before it or after it or something like that. Um, which again, helps with, 
you can use it almost as a meal. If you take the protein with it, then, you know, you're pretty full for a while. So, um, now if you're going to do like a dessert party, I, w- that's a lot of sugar. Um, I don't think they have any meat there. So that would be, if, if you're not going to bring anything in there, then you may just take the hit on that. But I would recommend maybe a protein shake before just to help with that a little bit. But those dessert parties are nothing but sugar. So if you're doing one of those, um, you may just have to say, I'm going to splurge a little bit and that's fine. Like when you're at Disney, sometimes that's just going to be the case. Um, but, but yeah, typically like I'm not one that's going to be, you know, I never recommend people just, you know, you have to stay, you know, your numbers exactly like enjoy yourself. You're on vacation, have fun, stuff like that. So, um, I'll see if, I'll see if anybody club 32 has anything they want to add. Um, Teresa says, just eat all the meats at Ohana. Plenty of protein. This is very true. Ohana has plenty of meat, and you'll be good there. Uh, and Eric said, he goes, you're right. People get a bit dramatic about it having to be all or nothing. And that's kind of the issue with dieting in general, I think, with with the majority of people. So if you look at statistically, um, you know, people don't have a problem losing weight. They have a problem keeping it off. And part of that problem is... Um, and I've seen it firsthand. This is why I always recommend the flexible dieting method is because, you know, when you're on a diet, you're on a diet and you're like, I'm eating this, I'm eating this, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on. And I can't have certain foods, but eventually, you know, you, you restrict foods enough. You know, I remember, you know, doing a competition and, and I, I got insanely lean. I don't really like, um, fried chicken that much. Like, I got like it, but I never crave it. I had the biggest craving for fried chicken I've ever had in my life. Like I just wanted it more than anything in the world. And it was just simply because I couldn't have certain foods. Uh, and now that I can kind of have it, if I wanted it, I haven't had fried chicken in like years. Like I don't really care that much about it. Um, uh, so anytime you just restrict something a lot, you're just going to tend to crave it. And then once, you know, like I said, so much willpower, you go off that diet and then you're just going to eat a bunch of foods. And there's a lot of other mechanisms behind that. Uh, of When you get off a diet, it's really easy to gain a lot of weight as well. So, I would recommend in general, not just obviously dieting when you're at Disney, but just don't be all or nothing. Like when you go on a diet and and there's all sorts of diets out there. And again, I'm not trying to say which ones you should or shouldn't do, but I'm just saying usually in in the experience I had with clients and the clients that kept the weight off, they kind of tended to take more of a moderate approach, like everything in moderation. That's something. And something, you know, I will say in general too, is that, that I've found that works really well is typically lower carbs, uh, higher fats. Well, obviously everything that I always recommend is like moderate to higher amounts of protein as well. That's something I've found that helps with a lot of people, especially if, you know, unless you're just like a high end athlete, something like that. But again, do whatever you want to do. I'm not telling you that your diet is bad. If you're on a diet, I don't want any hate mail. So don't, don't get me. Um, trying to think if there's anything else because uh, normally I have somebody kick ideas off here and usually I think of things when they're talking and this is just me talking so um, you know I'm trying to think if there's anything else tips wise like when you're at Disney um, you know I would check it's really easy now on the app to check the check for foods and menus so if you do want to stay and you're like I want certain foods you can go on the my Disney experience app and you can check out the menus and see what different places have um, so if there's certain foods and things like that, uh, Satuli Canteen, the quick service in Pandora at Animal Kingdom, uh, I, I think is the best quick service on property and it's probably the healthiest. Uh, it's almost like a Qdoba like, uh, thing if you never had it. So it's, it's very similar to that. So it's very easy to, um, eat pretty healthy there. 
and most you know most restaurants are going to have something that's going to be like a healthy version um even the quick service they'll have you know fruit cups and and you know usually there's grilled chicken at least and, and things like that so um it just comes down to whether or not you want to do that on your trip and that sometimes like we said like you know talking about Sometimes on a trip, you just you just food helps you enjoy it a little bit more. And I would say going to Disney World and enjoying Ohana, for you know, for us, like we love Ohana, so I want to fully enjoy Ohana. Especially you know, Ohana is not cheap. A lot of these places at Disney are not cheap. So if it, for in my eyes, I'm going to go to Ohana, I'm going to go enjoy it. Um, it might be a little bit outside the normal calorie consumption that I eat in a meal, but if I really you know feel like I need to do something about the next day. Maybe I work out that next day, or maybe I just don't eat as much that next day. Maybe I just kind of like, okay, back off a little bit. I'll just have some protein. I'll cut back on my carbs, whatever it is. So I think you can be flexible and you can, you can allocate for things on your trip a little bit. Um, you know, especially when they're for like a week, you know, then you're going to go home and, and what you wouldn't want is to go home and be like, Oh, you know, I really wish I would have just had this, or I wish I would have eaten that or something like that. And like we we're saying a week, is not going to, you know, if you're on a diet, a week kind of eating some food you normally don't eat is not going to really hurt you. What they could do, though, is if, if it were to cause you to sort of go off your diet and then you never can get back on it. So that's something to keep in mind as well, wherever you're at with dieting, your experience, all this stuff. So all this stuff is subjective to if you've been dieting for a very long time, it's probably not a challenge for you. Um, but if you're brand new to one and you go to Disney, that could be a little bit different story. So um, that's kind of what I would, I would say is that, um, I don't know if I've got anything else to really add on this. I'm just trying to think. Um, yeah, I mean, the main thing would just be if you, if you're really watching your calories, um, like I said, carbs and the snack foods are going to be really where they'll get you. I mean, um, you know, obviously fried foods have stuff in them. Uh, but even with fried foods, a lot of times, you know, you can get fried and to be, you know, meats and things like that. But, um, watch those carbs. Watch those sweets. I'll be a good, they can be very, very calorie dense. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, I, I think that's all I've got. And since I don't have to kick anything off of, and it's late here. Um, I think that's all the tips that I have. I think so. And I don't really have anything to rant about. And one of the people in the group asked if I was going to rant today. I'm not really going to rant. The only thing I would ever rant about would be, um, you know, having been a trainer, you know, for, I think it was three years I owned my training business. And then before that I, you know, trained people and done things just kind of, um, cause I enjoy it. And I still do enjoy it, but I just don't train people now. Um, you know, I really have come to the perspective of dieting of, of just, I, I don't really recommend the all or nothing. I kind of always, you know, I'm just very much, I, I think moderation is kind of the thing, but moderate, but, but preaching moderation is not sexy. And it doesn't, you know, if I was trying to sell books on dieting, having a book just called play it down the middle moderation, like nobody would buy it. Like it doesn't sound sexy. And I, you know, you got to think too, a lot of times with diets, the reason that they'll work, uh, a lot of times. And again, I'm not saying anything. If you're on a certain diet, I'm not bad mouthing any diet. All I'm saying is sometimes people will go on a diet and they'll say, Oh, I lost 20 pounds on this diet. Um, and, and a lot of times you can do that because when you're on a diet, even if it's some crate, you know, some diet that someone says it, it sounds, you know, I know a lot of people that would get on a gluten-free diet, even though they didn't have any gluten allergies or anything like that. And they'd be like, well, I lost a lot of weight. And it's like, well, yeah, a lot of times gluten-free foods are very, they're stripped of a lot of nutrients because they can't have the gluten. 
So they're just less calories and you're watching everything that you eat. So you're much more likely to eat less food and ultimately like eating less food, you know, means you're going to lose some weight, you know, less calories, all that stuff. Um, so that's just something I would, I would say in general, outside of just dieting at Disney moderation, typically, you know, you don't want to go to the extremes typically because it's hard to maintain the extremes. That's kind of the thing. Uh, and especially at Disney, like if, if, like I said before, if you're in a group and you're the only one on a diet, chances are it's going to be hard to stick to that. So if you're on a very extreme diet, it, it may not be a good time for you, but if you're kind of in the more moderate range, um, you know, like I've gone with Jeremy before and, and you know, gone into something and I just like, oh, I'll just get this and, and not whatever. Like I'll still have something and enjoy, you know, sitting with people and enjoying the company and talking, but I, I'm just not eating this, you know, I, I'm sticking to more of like my new, you know, my diet or whatever it is. So, um, a little bit easier to do it that way, but, um, yeah, I think that's all I got, but I will say we have an awesome coffee sponsor an exhibition roaster. So, um, and coffee is good for a diet. Actually, they've had, that, that does, they have done studies that coffee is actually good for you. Uh, longevity wise and, um, you know, weight loss even. So it helps with that. And it's really good coffee from Expedition Roasters. So, uh, and we recently just redid the, um, uh, deal with them. So we did have a CTM 20 code that was 20% off your first order, but we kind of redid that to where it's CTM 15 now, and you get 15% off of every single order that you place. So, um, whether you place one or 20, you get 15% off and they've got some new blends coming out. I know there's a pumpkin spice blend that I'm looking very forward to trying. Uh, I think that should be arriving anytime this week, I believe I'll have to check, but, um, I will, I will let you guys know how that is, but I, I it sounds very good and all their flavors are good. Uh, they got Disney themed coffees and they also have some, uh, Harry Potter themed ones. And then they have the teas that I know Jeremy and Ron are big fans of. I myself, not a big tea drinker, but I know people that have like or that do typically do drink teas they like their teas a lot so uh com and promo code is ctm15 and when you're listening to this i just want to mention uh we do have the new galaxy's edge special edition shirts on sale if you go to ctmshirts.com uh if you're part of club 32 you're going to get 25 percent off of those shirts uh and these are the ones that we're basically wearing that whole week of galaxy's edge coverage uh, and on the back, it says living on the edge. So if you're familiar, it's a play on words for Galaxy's Edge and the Aerosmith song that kind of plays off that a little bit, which is kind of Disney related because there's a whole ride in Hollywood Studios that features Aerosmith. So it all works. Uh, so you can check those out, ctmshirts.com. And we're getting ready to come out with a couple of uh, Diz Dude shirts. And I believe we're going to come up with a CTM Facebook community shirt as well. We're kind of working on that. Um that one may not get done before we get to Disney or excuse me that before galaxy's edge week coverage. Cause that whole week is going to be insane. So, um, but going to try to get that. So at the very least, and the galaxy's edge shirts, um, just actually upgraded some equipment in the shop. So those should go out, uh, this week. If you order by Tuesday at like noon on Tuesday, they'll go out this week. Uh, and I also just want to say, so I know some of the orders, um, whenever our son was in the NICU, um, there was some mailing. We've had some issues with USPS. Uh, if you had any issues on your order, let me know. Uh, we, we sent some different ones out to make sure they get out there for everybody. So, um, that was obviously there's a little bit of a of stressful two weeks with that. And, and some of the shirt orders, um, they, it was just one of those things. Life event happened, but we'll make it right. I'll send you an extra shirt or something like that. If, if an order was delayed or I mean, we had a couple of USPS issues on that. So, um, 
yeah, that's all I've got. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else I need to add. If you're interested in joining uh, uh, Club 32, ctmvip.com. But uh, other than that, as Jamie always likes to say, we will see you in the park.